Welcome to the Reaching the World Bible Church podcast. This is Pastor Henry and Ella Looney. Our prayer is that you enjoy the word for today. Is your outward appearance the same as your inward conviction? Uh-oh. Is your outward appearance what you look like, the message that you're presenting to everyone, is it the same as your inward conviction, the things that you know uh, uh, that God has laid on your heart to do or not to do and to be? And I want us to examine our lives. I know what I'm dealing with. And I know, again, when I thought about it, I said, Lord, I don't know if I'm ready to teach this because I got a lot of areas and a lot of weakness that, that you know that I'm working on. And, and again, he told me, well, that's all right. Uh, pretty much everybody else <laughs> does too. So I, I felt a little bit more comfortable when he, when he reassured me there. But as, as we know and present ourselves, we need to see what God wanted Wants us to see. And when I first thought about this, Brother Steve, I was thinking, I think I was going to come from it from a point of view more of a, a, a judgmental type teaching or more of, okay, well, you know, you, you got to change or if you're going to. And, and we're going to say some things similar to that, but in a different spirit than what I, I think I originally thought about. Because uh, I, I, I was thinking, you know, uh, well, you know, all of us, you know, even I know myself, I need to change in those areas. But, you know, a lot of times when we have areas that when we're weak in, we get shame. We feel guilty. And an enemy wants us to be in shame. He wants us to be in guilt. Because when we're in shame and guilt, we can't receive the blessings of God. Because all we think about is how bad we are. That gloom, despair, agony on me song that, that y'all... Don't want to hear me saying this morning that I know I'm normally doing a whole lot that I won't say. But, but we can be like that. And the devil wants us to be, feel creepy, but God doesn't. Wherever we are, wherever you are out there at home, whatever you're dealing with, God can help us to not only, as Pastor Ella says, to go through it, but to grow through it. And to have the joy of the Lord as our strength. So, but, but it's important for us. To know and examine ourselves. What do you mean examine yourself? Well, one scripture that jumped out at me just this morning, Pastor Ellen and I was listening to Brother Hagin, and well, we actually we were reading our devotional as we came in. And I said, Wow, Lord, that is absolutely right. That go that will go, that's a good initial scripture to start off with. And it's Proverbs three, verse five. Proverbs three, verse five, and you're very familiar with it, you heard it. It says, Trust in the Lord. With all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. What does that mean to us? Are we trusting the Lord for everything? Or we think, okay, we got it figured out. I mean, I, I can't speak for you, but I can speak for me. I do not have it all figured out. I, I don't, y'all. I'm just being straight with you as I can be, because God's God's been dealing with me uh, with this, and different things happen that that I know I need to grow to what God wants me to be. And the thing is, God is willing to help me if I listen, and I'll just do what He says to do. Well, Pastor, what if you don't get it right the first time? Keep it going. How many ever, anything you ever done, you ever didn't get it right the first time you tried it? 
oh, a whole bunch of things for me. But thank God you didn't quit. Uh, when I started driving, boy, I, I used to be in the middle of the road and on the outside of the road. I don't know about y'all. <laughs> I remember Mama told me uh, with our car, we had a little rising in the, in the center. She said, if you keep that right on the center, on the, on the center line on the outside, you, you'll have a little guide. And you know, I looked there, and you know it was. It helped me. Because if I ever swayed off, if I put that little rising right on the center line, I was right in the middle, the middle of the, where I needed to go in the road. God wants to do more than keep us in the middle of the road. He wants us to, to get where we need to go and blossom while we're doing it. And he'll help us. If, you've been, if you got off on a on ditch in one side or on the other side, God is faithful and just to restore us. And he'll help us. But we got to be willing to acknowledge him. One of the things that that uh, statement that as I was contemplating this and, and, and studying this lesson out, uh, God said and told me to tell all of us, including me, we have to be honest with ourselves if we are going to walk in the power of God. You know, if we're saying one thing and doing another, we're not being honest with ourselves. And you know what? You can fool uh, and we can fool some people. And we can make fool a lot of people. But you know who we're not going to fool? We're not going to fool God. And we're not fooling ourselves. We may misinterpret things and not, not do things. And we may uh, fool ourselves for a little while. But it's going to come a point when we're going to have to deal with something that uh, the truth is going to come up and come out. Amen? Look at his name and say, I know he's talking to you. But he's talking to me too. <laughs> Primarily, I told you, God was talking to me first. Amen? But, but the, the same thing, uh, you know, when we entitle this, is your outward appearance the same as your inward conviction? And again, not all mine ever were some of the things I thank God that I've grown and more of them are and I'm lining up more with the message that I'm presenting than what, what I'm living but I said this and, and this is important too listen, listen up and you might want to jot some of these things down I'm, y'all I'm just going to take my time and just, uh, and just share with you from, from my heart of what the spirit of God has been dealing with, with, dealing with me about and I believe it help, it's helping me and I, I pray that it's going to help you but the first thing there are two questions that I want to ask all of us today that I ask myself what are they pastor number one does God see you the same as the people that are watching you see you? Does God see you and I the same as the people around us that are watching us see, see us? And let me just go ahead and answer that. No, he doesn't. And thank God for that. You'll, you'll find out why in a minute. Question number two is, does your appearance outwardly Reflect what you're doing privately. You notice that in parentheses there, what do you mean by that privately? Behind closed doors when no one else is watching. Does your appearance outwardly, what you're doing outwardly, reflect what you're doing privately? 
when you're behind closed doors and no one else seeing you uh, and nobody else is watching. No other people are watching. Because the fact is, God said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. He said, I'll stick closer to you than a brother. So even if no one else, no other human being is there, not even your spouse or your children maybe at times, because sometimes we're by ourselves. God's right there with us. And he sees what goes on. And you know who else is there? Yeah, the enemy can be there, but you and me are there with ourselves when we're behind those closed doors. And we say no one else wants. How many know it's easier to sneak around and do stuff that we know we ain't got no business doing when nobody else is around. And I'm just being, y'all don't mind if I just be point blank honest, do you? Why you got quiet in here then? <laughs> y'all don't mind, do you? Well, if you? If you mind or not, I'm sorry, I got to share. <laughs> Amen. You know what? It's helping me. It's helping me. I believe it's going to help all of us to examine ourselves thoroughly. But thank God even if that's the way, you know, I'm getting ahead of myself a little bit, but you know, you, you've met someone before that you haven't seen in a long time and they come up to you and say, hi. And you look at them and say, how you doing? So good to see you. Uh, really miss seeing you. And all the time on the inside of you said, I can't stand this, this person. I wish I hadn't went down the other aisle. If I saw him, I would have. How many know that's dishonest? And no matter if you present that facade out to them, you're grieving your own heart or your own spirit because God knows our heart. He knows how we're thinking, no matter what's coming out of our mouths. And it's so important for us to realize that Again, we have to be honest with ourselves if we're going to walk in the power, the full power, the full authority of what God wants us to walk in. How many want to walk in the full authority that God wants you to walk in? I know you do. I know you do, too, at home, too, as well. One, one of the things, and, and, and we can answer, and let me just say this, too. Let's examine question number one. We can answer question number one for sure. We see in, in the book of Samuel, 1 Samuel, chapter number 16, we see uh, how God was looking at an individual, or individuals, we'll see, and what the difference in how he looked at them and how we tend to. 1 Samuel 16, when you get there, say amen, because I want you to see this. I'm going to be reading from the... Uh, HCSB, the Hallman translate, HCSB, and uh, you'll see it on your screen. Uh, Samuel said this, amen, I hope the rest of you there, I'm going to move on just for time's sake. First Samuel 16 chapter, 16, chapter verse 1 says this, the Lord said to Samuel, you, you, you'll see where, what we were, the situation and as we read, how long are you going to mourn for Saul? Saul had sinned and, 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 and messed up. Since, God said this, since I have rejected him as king over Israel. Samuel was still mourning about that. Fill your horn with oil and go. In other words, hey, get up. It's already decided. And go where I tell you to go. 
and do what I tell you to do. He said, I am sending you to Jesse of Bethlehem because I have selected a king from his sons. There's going to be a new king. Saul had. And, you know, I want you to know this, too. It wasn't just a one-time thing Saul missed. Over and over again, Saul had plenty of chances. I mean, God will always give us opportunities. Uh, he, he's, he's, he's just God. Even in an old covenant situation, we, we live in a covenant of grace, uh, and they, they lived in, in more immediate consequences. But even then, God gave him opportunity after opportunity. He just never did change. But, but Samuel got sent to Jesse's house. In Bethlehem. Verse 2 says, Samuel asked, how can I go? Saul will hear about it and kill me. He knew Saul. <laughs> if, if Saul hear about this, I'm going to anoint a new king. I'm, I'm through. I'm done. But, but God said, the Lord answered, take a young cow with you and say, I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. In other words, uh, God was setting, setting up uh, uh, something that Saul couldn't see through. That was true, and that would be a blessing that would keep Samuel safe. Verse 3 says this, Then invite Jesse to the sacrifice, and I will let you know what you are to do. How many know God will always let us know what we are to do if we have ears to hear? No matter what's going on, even in the hard situation, even the easy situation, God will let us know what to do, but it's up to us. He won't make us do them. How many know God will prompt us? Holy Spirit will prompt your heart. He'll tell you to stop. Don't go there. Don't be with that person. Young people, that might not, not be one you need to be uh, fellowshipping or associating with or even dating. But you said, well, he fine or she fine. I want to go with that. I want to be with them. And God, all on the inside, you got to check. You got a red light, but you disregard it. And, and that can get us into trouble. But he said, he said, when you go to this, 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 uh, sacrificial situation invite Jesse to the sacrifice and I will let you know what you are to do and or you are to anoint for me the one I indicate to you notice the next verse Samuel did what the Lord directed and went to Bethlehem how many know obedience is better than sacrifice when the elders of the town met with him so it wasn't just Jesse and his family the, the elders of the town all the leadership there came but they knew when the prophet of God come, sometime he come to call down fire on stuff. So they came in. How I many know when we come into the house of the Lord or we come into the presence of the Lord, we ought to come in with reverence. I mean, not that we should be afraid, but we ought to honor. And we ought to know that God is all powerful. And when his word and setting ourselves up to hear the word. And you know what? That's not just when you come into the sanctuary here at church, but that's when anytime you're in the presence of God or anytime, if you're a believer, anywhere you are, we ought to know that we're in the presence of God because God said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. I'll stick closer to you than a brother. And that just awareness that, hey, God's with me. Well, pastor, what about when you're, I'm doing my little dirt? God's still with you. You mean won't God stop me? God doesn't force us to do stuff. He'll prompt us not to do things, not to go places, but it's up to us. Look at name said, it's up to you what you do. At home, if you don't have a neighbor, look yourself in the mirror and say, it's up to you what you do. <laughs> Amen. Notice what happened. 
the elders of the town, verse 4, met with him. They trembled and asked, do you come in peace? They were really saying, you come in peace, you come to destroy us. And Samuel quickly, in peace, he replied, I've come to sacrifice to the Lord. And he told them something that's very important. Consecrate yourselves and come with me to the sacrifice. It's so important for us to prepare our hearts when we come to receive from God. How do you prepare your heart? Get your mind focused on the things of God and what you know is true, what you know is right. Your expectations. Get your faith ready to believe and receive, in other words. He said, then he consecrated Jesse and his sons and invited them to the sacrifice. When they arrived, Samuel saw, notice this verse here, the last part of this verse at verse 7. When they arrived, Samuel, the prophet of God, the man of God, experienced in dealing with kings, Samuel saw Eliab, which was Jesse's eldest son. He was tall. He was handsome. He had the look of esteem. Samuel saw Eliab and said, certainly the Lord's anointed one is here before me. In other words, this got to be him. He, he not only looks the part, he just exudes that part. Wow. But notice how Samuel looked at him. Verse 7 tells us how God looked at him. And you know what? Thank God how he looks at us and others too as well. Verse 7 says, but the Lord said to Samuel, do not look at his appearance or his stature because I have rejected him. Not that he rejected him as a person, as, as a young man, but he rejected him for that position. And then he told Samuel why. Man does not see what the Lord sees. For man sees what is visible, what is natural, what looks good, in other words. But the Lord sees the heart. The Lord sees the heart. A lot of times you, you've probably said it, said it, especially when maybe you were doing things and folks misunderstood you and you, and you said, well, well, God knows my heart. And sometimes you may, somebody else may have said, well, he sure does. <laughs> I said, well, make sure your heart is clean is what they were saying. <laughs> but thank God he does know our heart. And he knows our hearts when, when we're trying and we fail and when we're not trying. He knows our hearts. He sees us through opportunity for us if we're obedient and walk in the light of what he's told us to do. And thank God he'll help us if we come up short. Look at your name and say, and tell him, if you ever miss it, if you ever come up short, God is here. God is there. To help restore us. Thank him for that. Amen. Thank God when we blow it. That if we have an honest heart. 
if we go straight to God and not run away from him, he'll forgive us. Thank God, not only will he forgive us, but he'll help us and pick us up and strengthen us and give us what we need to do not to put ourselves in that position or allow anyone else to put us in that position before. Sometimes it's not even your fault. You got to run in with the wrong group, the wrong crowd. Anybody ever done that before? Yeah, we all have it one time. And sometimes it was our fault, but we blamed the group we were with. No, it, it, it was me, Mama. It, 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 was, it, was, it was Junior and, and, and Billy Bob and, 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 and Bessie Sue. And, 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 and Mildred, if I said your name, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not calling on you, okay? I'm just, just giving you some. It, it wasn't me, and all the time it was. But I mean, no, God knows our heart anyway. He knows our motives. He knows why we did or what we did. And thank God he also knows that we can grow from it, and he'll help us. Look at your name and say, what's done in the dark is going to come to the light sooner or later. Amen. Amen. And, and you know what? Thank God it does. I mean, no, if you just got away with all kinds of mess all the time, you would stay in mess all the time. Notice I said you. <laughs> it, it, let me clarify that. If any of us <laughs> just did mess and, 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 and never, never did have a, uh, well, if you did stuff that was wrong and you don't have any sort of check about it, Check up on yourself. That's a dangerous position to be in because the Holy Spirit is inside of every believer to help us. He is the helper, remember? And he'll show us what to do and what not to do. And then if we blow it, he'll help to restore us. God wants us to know that he is there to not only empower us, but to equip us how not even to get in messes. He'll show us. Pastor, what are we talking about? Well, in my notes, as one of the, well, I skipped skip ahead of myself. Let me go back a little bit. One of the things that I referenced earlier, we need to ask ourselves this question. Am I, ju- am I just too judgmental? Am I always judging folk? See, that can be a problem just to be- begin with. We-, we can have the wrong kind of attitude about things. Are we judgmental? The scripture talks about some areas. I was teaching on giving and, uh, in Luke uh, Wednesday. And it was really focusing in on Luke 38, 6, 38. Luke, but Luke 6, verse 37, I use that too in that teaching, and it fits right in here. Uh, don't judge others, it says. And God will not judge you. We know that when we, do, when we say communion, God says some of the same things. But it, it didn't stop just not judging. It said, don't condemn others. And, and you will not be condemned. Wow. That's some positive stuff there. And notice what it said. It says what not, not, not to do first. Don't judge and don't condemn. But then said, forgive. Forgive others. And you will be forgiven. How many want, want to walk in forgiveness? 
Okay, put your hand down. How many of you never messed up, never, never missed it at all? Never needed forgiveness? Okay, don't throw your hand up because we don't want to have to have a prayer line for liars. Amen. Because all of us have missed it. But, but the thing is, if we don't judge God, we don't put God in a, in a position to have to judge us. And if we don't condemn others, if we don't have a judgment or a condemning spirit, then that means we're walking in love and we're walking in the peace of God. And then we're walking in the forgiveness. And I always like to add this. Walk in, be quick to forgive, but also be quick to repent too as well. Because when we mess up, we need to be quick to go to God. Because he knows what goes on behind the closed doors, doesn't he? And I mean, no, we can get to the point, and that's what God, and that's what we're saying here too. You can get to the point where what you're doing on the outside looks exactly the same thing like what you're doing on the inside when nobody sees you. And that's, that's the way we want to be. What's that called? That's called integrity. But I want to look at the, and I like where the message states this, Luke 6, 37, it says this, don't pick on people. Don't jump on their failures, it's saying there. Don't criticize their faults. Uh-oh. Why? Unless, of course, you want the same treatment. Uh-oh. All bullies need to read that scripture, don't they? Or people that just have a judgmental, or condemning, or bullying spirit. It says, don't condemn those who are down that hardness can boomerang. I mean, know what, anybody ever play with a boomerang? Boomerang, you throw it out and it comes right back. So that kind of spirit will boomerang. It'll come right back at you, he's saying here. Be easy on people. Not saying condone sin, but it's saying be merciful. How many know when you sow mercy, you'll receive mercy? You sow good seeds, you'll receive them. It says, be merciful or easy on people. You'll find life is a lot easier. And one thing, when you're carrying grudges and you're judging all the time, you, you always walk around with a heavy heart and heavy spirit because you got to get somebody told. Such and such did this. Such and such did that. Well, I got to fix it. How many know we are not the Holy Ghost Jr.? There is not one, and we don't have to try to be. Y'all like this verse. I see y'all looking at it in here, man. I hope y'all looking at it all too. I liked it too, amen. You reckon it's because we can identify with it a little bit? I said just a little bit, amen, amen. I got, got one or two amens and head shakes, amen. <laughs> Bees on people, you'll find life a lot easier. Give away your life. In other words, be sacrificial with your mercy and give it. Give away your life. You'll find life giving back. You bless it, life will give you back blessings. But not merely giving back. Notice, it didn't just stop giving back, but giving back with bonus blessing. How many want them bonuses? We like bonuses. We like, we like reward with bonus and blessing, giving, not getting, is the way. Because it boomerangs. Generosity begets generosity. 
the more generous we are, the more the blessings of God are going to overtake us. Pastor, even when I miss it, even when I'm behind closed doors and I know uh, it, it, it's not the same as I'm showing people, it's not even the same as I really want to do in my heart. When we ask for forgiveness, God will forgive. When we ask for help and restoration, God is quick to help us and restore us because he loves us. So no matter what's going on in your life, and you know, this is not just good for our unsaved loved ones. It's good for our children. It's good for our husband. It's good for our wife. And it's good for us. God can help us if we'll just come to him in an honest heart. Amen. See, I'm not going to rush through this. I'm going to stop right now. And uh, got a lot more, lot more notes. I, I said it's going to be two parts. I hope it just be two, but, but I'm still not going to rush through it. Right now, the empowerment of God's grace and mercy is here. I'm not going to ask you where you are on this scale of a, 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 what's if the outside looks like, the inside of your convictions or, or your heart. But you know, but even more, God knows. If there are things that we need to make adjustment with, God will help us to see them and he'll help us and empower us to do what we need to do to correct it. Right now, I just want to give us all an opportunity to pray and to seek God and allow him to minister his mercy and his grace unto us. We know that the first step always for a non-believer is to make Jesus the Lord of their life. If that's not the case, everything is going to be wrong because it starts off wrong. So let's go there first. If there's anyone in here or anyone that's watching, you've never made Jesus the Lord of your life, let's, let's do that right now. Don't wait another moment because we don't even know how many more moments we're going to have. But let's make sure we're right in a right family and we know who to go to. Let's pray together. Repeat this after me. Father God, right now, I'm being as honest as I know how. I haven't always done what was right. I've blown it in some situations. But right now, I need your help. I confess with my mouth. I believe in my heart that you died for me and you paid the price for my redemption. Lord, thank you. I ask you to come into my heart. I make you my savior and I make you my Lord. Thank you, Lord for forgiving me and cleansing me. I am saved. Amen.